Let's turn our Bibles to before the man of God comes up. Let's keep standing. Turn our Bibles to the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1. And let's turn to verse 4. The word of God says in verse 4, Then the word of the Lord came upon me, saying, Behold, I formed thee in the belly. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. God is telling us today, Before even we were formed, He knew us. And He has called us. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, He says, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. The Lord is saying, I have sanctified thee. And then He says, I have ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Then said I, O Lord God, behold, I cannot speak. For I am a child. You might be telling the Lord, Lord, I am not a prayer warrior. I don't know how to pray. But I've come tonight, God says, listen, I have sanctified thee. I have sanctified your heart. I have sanctified your lips. And I am making you a prophet. Let us continue. He says, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, says the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us not be afraid of the circumstances that we see right around us. Circumstances should not pull us down. Verse 9, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I put my words in thy mouth. Amen. Amen. Today, tonight, as the child of God comes forth to lead us, we must understand one thing. The word of God says that I have touched thee. And behold, I have put my word. So every word that you are going to speak today is not going to be your own. It's going to be from your father who has put that word into you. Verse 10. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, and to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. God says, I'm giving you that authority. You're going to uproot. You're going to tear down. And you are going to build. We have been given that authority in Jesus' name. So we cannot say, Lord, I do not know how to pray because God says, I have sanctified thee. Let us bow our heads and say, God, we are waiting for you, for your word to come this evening. Sanctify us, Lord God. Put your word into our mouths, Master, that this day will be remembered for generations to come. This day will always be remembered, Lord God, because the kingdoms are going to come down. They are going to be uprooted today. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. Amen. That's something I noticed. When our brother was reading that passage, I did not see any excitement. And what he was saying was he was prophesying the word of God. He was not reading the Bible. There's a difference between reading the Bible and speaking the word. Because the Bible says that the letter kill it. Say, but the spirit make it to come to life. You need, should, you need to be excited in the presence of God. Because that is the only way the enemy can be defeated. I need you to turn to your neighbor. Turn to somebody. Just turn to somebody. Somebody you don't know before. Because wives will start to turn to their husbands, right? Somebody you don't know before. Turn to the person with a smile on your face. Start to tell the person, Tonight is your night of encounter. No, 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 no. You are being too gentle. Amen. 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 Shout hallelujah. You have been too gentle. I'm a gentleman. Right? But when the Spirit of God is in a matter, I'm not gentle anymore. Because Jesus said something. Since the day of John the Baptist up till now, he said the kingdom of God suffered violence. And he said the violence take it by force. The devil will not let go unless you face him. That is why when you come into the presence of God, don't be solemn. Solemnity is meant for funerals. And we are not, we are not burying anybody here tonight, are we? Except the devil and his forces. And when the devil and his forces are in trouble, I don't feel sorry for them. So you're going to do that again. Turn to your neighbor. Don't be gentle. Grab the person's hand. That tonight is your night of encounter. Hey. Amen. Amen. Can you feel that the weight is lifted? Can you feel that fear has stepped out of the room? You know, when Brother Shudder preached on Friday, he said something. He said, don't be afraid of the strike. On Saturday morning, I woke up, there was a strike in my company. And I started to laugh. And the only thing I said, Lord, I am victorious. They called it off, they went back again, they called it off, they went back again, and they finally called it off. Listen, you need to understand one thing. You are a child of God. Jesus went to the cross because of you. He shed his blood because of you. He suffered the pain because of you. He carried that cross because of you. When he cried, it is finished. He spoke it because of you. That means there's no reason for you to be in bondage anymore. So stand firm and decree a thing. And from tonight, everything that has held you bound will let go for you in the name of Jesus. 
If you like, don't say amen. The Bible says that we are surrounded by an innumerable crowd of witnesses. That means the angels of God are here tonight. And let me tell you what the angels of God do. They are just waiting for you to make a decree and they take it up to heaven. Remember Jacob. He got to Bethel and he slept. And the Bible says that at night the Lord gave him a vision. And the heavens opened over him. And he saw a ladder that came from heaven down to earth. And the angels were climbing and coming down. What do you think they were doing? Because God was at the top of the ladder. And he was turning around the destiny of Jacob. He that was called a supplanter became a prince with men. He that was called a deceiver became a man that worked for 21 years and became a multimillionaire. How much more you that Jesus died for? So if you like tonight, don't pray. I will not beg you. Because I will pray for myself. Amen. 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 Let us go to Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 20. You will not sit down. Because we are soldiers. Right? Right? Are you on duty? The Bible says that and David went to the stronghold. That's what the Bible said. And after he came out of the stronghold, he decided to take Jerusalem. And the people of Jerusalem told him, even the crippled will fight you. But the Bible says, nevertheless, I love that word. Nevertheless, it means there is nothing that can stand before you that can hold you back. Nevertheless, David took Jerusalem. You will take what the enemy has kept away from you from today. You see, it's only people on this side that are in the spirit. Amen. I think we're going to have a competition tonight. I said, you will take whatever the enemy has kept from you from today in the name of Jesus. Because I believe in one thing. Thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. I believe I have authority in the name of Jesus. I believe that whatever I decree must come to pass. Not because I am anything to think of anything for myself. Because my sufficiency is of God. Jeremiah 51.20 We're going to read it together. Because that scripture talks about you. Amen? Are you there? Shout hallelujah. Let us read it together. One to go. Lord, I'm my weapon of war. Because with you I will shatter nations. With you I destroy kingdoms. With you I shatter horses and riders. With you I shatter chariot and driver. With you I shatter man and woman. With you I shatter old man and youth. With you I shatter young man and maiden. With you I shatter shepherd and flock. With you I shatter farmer and oxen. With you I shatter governors and officials. Amen. That word is for you. Because Apostle Paul said that the scriptures were written by men of old for us. And that was God speaking to a prophet he chose from the womb. But he said, before I formed you, I knew you. And I set you apart. And that is the word that the Lord has given us tonight. It means that this word is for you. So it means that no matter the problem you have, I don't care if it's ancestral. 
I don't care if you if the, to the third, fourth, fifth generation of your forefathers have struggled with the same problem. Because you are his battle arts. Because you are his weapon of war. Because the name of Jesus is greater than every other name. That problem has come to an end tonight. I still say, the people here, you guys are in the spirit. What is happening here? Amen. 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 You see, now it's 50-50. Let us sit down a bit. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Exodus chapter 33 from verse 11. Exodus 33 from verse 11. Before we start to pray tonight, the Lord wants to take us to the place of encounter. Exodus 33, 11. Because it is at the place of encounter that destiny starts to change. And in the book of Isaiah chapter 6, if you start to read from verse 1, Isaiah said, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. But what happened before King Uzziah died? He did not see the Lord, but he was a prophet. Because he was in the temple when he saw the Lord. That means he was a priest. But the day he encountered Jehovah, his destiny changed. He became a prophet to the nations. If you go to Isaiah chapter 45, 500 years before Cyrus was born, Isaiah prophesied about Cyrus. Why? Because he got to a place of encounter sometime in his life. And his destiny changed. And the Lord is asking me to tell you tonight. That tonight is your night of encounter. And your destiny does not have any choice but to change. No, no, no. You didn't say the amen with conviction. I said your destiny does not have any choice but to change. Listen, I am not saying it to make you happy. No. I am speaking to your destiny. Because the enemy, the devil, is specialized in keeping us down. If I ask you a question, how many of you believe that no matter how old you are, you can be as rich as Bill Gates before the Lord Jesus comes? How many of you will have enough courage to raise your hand? Because the first thing that gets into your head is the size of Bill Gates' wealth. Right? Is God no bigger than Bill Gates? Who gave Bill Gates the wisdom he had to start Microsoft? Is he not the most high? So that is what we need to shake off. Because until you shake off that attitude, when you get to the place of encounter, you might not realize it. Jacob said, this is the house of God. 
And instantly he built an altar. Because he recognized that Bethel is a place of encounter. Your place of encounter will not pass you by. This is what the Bible said of Joshua. Let me start from verse 7 so that you understand where we're going. Now Moses used the tent and pitched it outside the camp some distance away, calling it the tent of meeting. Anyone inquiring of the Lord will go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrances to their tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent, they stood and worshipped, each at the entrance to his tent. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks with his friend. Then Moses would return to the camp. But his young aide, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. And the King James says he did not leave the temple. It is surprising that God now decided to take Joshua and use Joshua to replace Moses when he took Moses? No. Because by the sheer act of staying in the tent, after Moses leaves, Joshua found his place of encounter. And that was why although Moses had to hold his hands so that the children of Israel could win a war, Joshua made a proclamation. <laughs> You see the difference? When the anointing of God comes into your life, things that were difficult will give way. When the children of Israel got to the Red Sea, they saw the Red Sea in front, they looked back, they saw the Egyptians. They started to grumble. Moses called unto the Lord. The Lord said, what do you have in your hand? Why are you disturbing me? There's some things that God does not expect you to pray to him about. He expects you to decree a thing. The Lord said, what do you have in your hand? Moses said, a rod. He said, use it. That was the same rod that the Egyptians called the rod of God. Where is your place of encounter? Amen. Amen. Now, that was Joshua in the tent. Do you know you carry that tent around with you? But do you walk around with the realization that you carry that tent around with you? Don't you know that you are the temple of the Most High? Don't you know that the Holy Ghost is already here? Don't you realize that you carry Him in you? Jesus told his disciples in the book of John, he said, I go quickly. He said, for if I do not go, another comforter cannot come. He said, but when he comes, he said, he will show you all truth. In the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 1, verse 8, he said, tarry ye in Jerusalem until the Holy Ghost comes upon you, and thou shall be endued with power. Listen, Jesus knew. Jehovah our God knew. That without the Holy Ghost, the enemy will pick us up, will chew us, and will spit us out. 
So how come we are still in the outer court, in the tradition of men? You know, the temple that God told Moses to build has three main parts. The outer court, the holy place, and the most holy place. And the outer court is where most of us are still in. That is a place of noise. That is a place of sacrifice. We spend day in, day out, confessing sins. And we don't move into the place of power. We've allowed the enemy to use sin to hold us. We've allowed him to use sin consciousness to hold us bound. We've forgotten that we have grace with the Father. We've forgotten that the Lord Jesus said through the Apostle John, He said, little children, He said, I beseech you not to sin. But if you do sin, you have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous. Who is the propitiation of our sins? You know what that means? When the enemy traps you, you call on Jesus, you receive mercy. Because mercy is exemption from judgment. What did Jesus do to Nicodemus? Jesus knew Nicodemus was in the sycamore tree. But when he walked, he got the, the moment he got to the tree, he looked up. He invited himself into the house of Nicodemus. That was his place of encounter. And he told him, he said, Nicodemus, he said, come down. He said, because today, salvation has come to your house. Salvation will find you. Not the one that you encountered the day you accepted Jesus. But the salvation that will rip out every pain. The salvation that will rip out every struggle. The salvation that will rip out every burden that you still carry. There are some people that are Christians and they are suffering under the burden of the enemy. But God is saying tonight, no more. In the book of Joel chapter 2, let us go and read it. I want to prove to you that you carry the tent with you. I need help. Can I have another one of those things here? This is narrow. Joel chapter 2. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. Thanks. The book of Joel chapter 2. I want to read from verse 23. And if you can find it before me, I need your help. So that we can finish on time. Uh huh. Yes. Mm hmm. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. 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 Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, go ahead. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Go ahead. Uh huh. Could you stop it? Could you stop first? 
The Lord said, it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Me, you, everybody. We are to receive the spirit of God. And for us to understand it, initially talked about rain. Most of the time we think it's financial blessing. It goes beyond financial blessing. Because rain also talks about the Holy Spirit. What he's saying is this, I will pour out my rain. And when the rain comes, everything in your life will receive life. Now, it did not stop there. Apart from everything in your life receiving life, it said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Now, this was what Apostle Peter talked about in Acts of Apostle chapter 2. After the Holy Ghost had come. When they were accusing them of being drunkard, he said, no. He said, this was what the prophet Joel prophesied. And the first evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is speaking in other tongues. That is the first evidence. It is not the only evidence. That is just the beginning of the experience. But a lot of us, we are so afraid of the devil that we don't use what God has made available. Amen. And the Holy Ghost has come to lead me and you to our place of encounter. There is no man that the Lord used in the scriptures that the Spirit of God did not operate in his life. In the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 2, the Bible talked about darkness and voidness and the earth without fall. Everything was wrong with the earth. But before God did anything, the Bible said, and the Spirit of God, over upon the surface of the waters. Brethren, to get to a position of power, we must allow the Godhead to be full in our lives. What are we doing? Sometimes we spend time praying and our prayers are empty because the Holy Ghost is not in it. And that is why when we step out, Fear overcomes us. Do you realize that people are supposed to be afraid of you? Do you realize they're supposed to come to you and ask you, who is your God? I want to serve him. Do you realize that they're supposed to envy you? Trust me, if in your office there is no opposition, there is something wrong with your Christianity. I'm not saying you should go and fight. But when you fight in the spirit, they should notice the Bible says that whenever Moses comes out from the presence of God, that the glow of the glory was always on his face. And the children of Israel said, listen, you need to cover your face because we can't look at you. That is your destiny. But are you experiencing it? Joshua had to stay in the tent to encounter God. But you, you carry God around with you. First John chapter 4, he said, little children, he said, do not be afraid of them. He said, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The book of John, the Lord Jesus said, out of the bellies of those that love me shall flow rivers of living waters. And Apostle John that wrote the book said, and he was speaking about the Holy Spirit that he will give to as many as believe in him. 
Now, what confidence do you have that the flow of living waters comes up from your belly? Amen. Amen. Because if you don't have that confidence, you need to cry unto God tonight. Lord, you need to feel me. What the apostles had and Simon the sorcerer offered to pay for. What the apostles carried and the seven sons of Sceva attempted to, 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 what's the English word now? I, I need to find a dictionary. And they got into trouble. What Jesus carried. The Bible said in the book of Luke chapter 4 that when he was baptized, the heavens opened and the Holy Ghost came upon him like a dove. And the madman of Gadara saw him and stopped. This was a man that used to break chains, but when he saw Jesus, he stopped. What do you carry? Amen? That's a question that the Lord is asking you. What do you carry? Because the victory that God has promised you and I through the Lord Jesus, is made manifest in the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Until you allow that ministry to flourish, then you will not encounter the victory. Who do you know? Amen? Who do you know? Do you know Nebuchadnezzar or do you know the Lord? The Bible says that Daniel and, they all, and, his three, and his three friends, that God gave them the spirit of excellence. Why? Because God deposited something in them. Pharaoh looked at, I was reading this morning, and the Bible says, and Joseph was 30 years old when he went into the service of Pharaoh. That was the NIV. But the NIV didn't speak about it very well. The service of Pharaoh is not what you should have said. Joseph was 30 years old when he became a prime minister of the most powerful nation on earth at that time. How many children of this age can be prime ministers at 30? How many? But the difference between Joseph and those children is that Joseph carried the spirit of God. Because Pharaoh said it. A non-believer recognized it and said, who can we give this job to if not for you that has the spirit of God in you? Nebuchadnezzar was a sorcerer, but he recognized that Daniel carried the Spirit of God. Do they recognize that you carry the Spirit of God? Do you want them to recognize that you carry the Spirit of God? You be careful before you answer. Because you will, attention will focus on you. Amen? Because when you walk, you will walk in the cloud of glory that they will know and take notice. Because that is what God wants to do for you. And you know, our God is not a respecter of persons. When my brother came and he read that scripture, I knew that God has taken control. Because it's not about man, it's not about me. I am just a vessel, you can kill me now and somebody else will continue. But what God is saying is this, I have sanctified you. Get rid of that sin consciousness. I am not saying you should not confess your sins when you sin. I'm not saying you should not run away from sin. What I am saying is this. The moment you confess your sins, start to deal with the devil. That thing that has made you sin, deal with it. Because you have power. 
God told Jeremiah, listen, every time you see a promise for a child of God in the Bible, you have the right to claim it for yourself. He told Jeremiah, he said, see, I have put my words in your mouth. He told Isaiah, the angel picked up a life coal and put on the lips of Isaiah and said, you are sanctified. Joshua the high priest was accused by the devil. God said, take off the filthy garment and give him a white turban and a white cloth. And he said, he said, behold, I have removed reproach from you. That is your destiny, my brothers and sisters. You cannot afford to be begging when you should be walking, when you should be riding on horses as kings. Solomon said, I have seen an evil under the sun. He said, I have seen beggars riding horses and princes walking. Do you know you are a prince? But half of the time we walk like beggars. Oh, we don't want them to see us. Oh, we don't want them to do this. Oh, we don't want them to take notice. Who cares? My God is the creator of heaven and earth. My God spoke the world into being. I was not there when he created the pillars that separated the heavens from the earth. I was not there when he held the Batian captive at the depth of the sea. He's a God that will tell earthquakes to start and will tell them to stop. He's a God that is a pillar of fire by night and a pillar of thought by day. It's a God that went from the front to the back. And on one side, it was the pillar of fire for the Egyptians. On the other side, it was the pillar of cloud for the children of Israel. That is the God that we serve. Are you ready for him tonight? Are you ready for him tonight? Now, the Spirit of God is always present when God is about to do something. Because an encounter with God changes the status of a man. Isaiah's status was changed. Jacob's status was changed. Because the Bible says that Jacob wrestled with the man from evening till morning. Just like you're going to wrestle tonight. Just like God will have mercy on you. It will not be till morning. You stop at one. Amen? Amen? That's just the mercy of God. But Jacob wrestled until the man said, what is your name? He said, my name is deceiver. My name is supplanter. My name is he that attempts to get ahead of others without a good means. He said, okay, from now on, you receive mercy. Because every reproach is removed. From now on, you become a prince. Because you have contended with men and contended with God and you have overcome. That will be your destiny from today. Every name that the midwife has given you, that is a name from hell, God will take the name away and will give you his own name in the name of Jesus. He will give you a name that will engender favor in the heart of men in the name of Jesus. He will give you a name that will cause the rich among the people to compete among themselves to favor you in the name of Jesus. But you must be ready. What did I say? That was why I told you at the beginning. I said, turn to your neighbor and say with boldness and violence, tonight is your night of encounter. Because unless you say it, you will not believe it. 
Because the, the, the picture of your future is here in the scriptures. If you don't see your future here, then you're wasting time. But you will not waste time in the name of Jesus. I said you will not waste time in the name of Jesus. An encounter with God causes mercy to be released upon a man. Let us look at Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1 to 5. The story of Joshua the high priest. Zechariah chapter 3. Like I said earlier, I said mercy means exempted from judgment. It does not mean you don't deserve the judgment. You deserve it. Because of what Adam and Eve did. But mercy means that God decided that he has enough power to release you from that judgment. That is why you have mercy. Amen. Amen. So why don't you now operate in that mercy and put the enemy to flight? Why are you be listen, you cannot think like a poor man and live in a palace. Amen? There used to be a joke in my country of a woman that had a load and somebody stopped to give her a ride in the car. She entered the car, she sat down, and she put the load on her head. She's thinking like a poor man. Put the load down. No, if I put it down, the vehicle will feel the weight of the load. So let me carry it on my head so that the vehicle will not feel it. It's funny, but that is the way most of us think. Trust me, I think like that sometimes. Until God catches my attention by slapping me around the head. I say, come and wake up and, and behave yourself. But the Lord will set us free tonight. I said that the Lord will set us free tonight. If you find it, please read it for me. Yes. The Lord said Mhm. Mhm. You can stop there. Joshua was a contemporary of Zerubbabel. Both of them were working hard to build the temple. They were contemporaries of Ezra and Nehemiah. These were men that came back from exile to build the temple. But still, the devil clothed them with filthy garments. Do you realize that you are not special? That your case is not special? Do you realize that it has happened to others before? But God stood. The Bible says that the devil was there accusing Joshua the high priest. He accuses you every time. But God is saying, I am also standing there and I am rebuking him. But most of the time, we don't behave as if we know God is rebuking him. We listen to the devil more than we listen to God. We spend time complaining about our situation more than we spend time praying to God or decree that the situation will change. Most times, the devil has made so much noise and distracted our attention that we don't know our time of encounter anymore. But tell your neighbor, enough is enough. 
Oh, you said it like a gentleman. I'm not an Englishman. I'm an African. I say, enough is enough. We're not in England. We're in Oman, right? And there's no Englishman here. This presence of the Holy Ghost triggers mercy in the life of a man. And that mercy has come to stay with us tonight. An encounter with the Lord causes a release of power in the life of a man. In Acts of Apostles chapter 10 verse 38, the Bible says, And the Lord anointed the Lord Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good. And healing everyone that was oppressed of the enemy. And God was with him. That is why you must seek an encounter with the Lord. That is why you must seek the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That is why you must seek that God should use you. Because the more God uses you and you walk with him, the more God will be with you. You cannot bury the gift of God and expect more from the Lord. And a lot of us are bearing the gift of God. There are prophets here. There are evangelists here. There are pastors here. There are intercessors here. There are watchmen here. But we have refused to step up. Just because we are afraid of what they will say. God is saying, step away from amongst them. I have set you apart. Because the power of God is released to change the order of things. God does not respect the order of men. If you think God respects it, God have everything today. God allows it to be because he has not seen someone. When after he, after he, he, he sanctified Isaiah, he said, who shall I send? That was the next question. Who shall I send? And Isaiah said, Lord, I am here, send me. God is speaking to you tonight. Who shall I send? He's looking for men that will speak into the air and this region will change. Who shall I send? He's looking, he's looking for men that will speak into your village at home. And those that have heard the village bell will be dethroned. But he's saying, who shall I send? You're going to be like Elijah and say, Isaiah said, Lord, send me. Or are you going to keep quiet? What will be your choice? We need to pray. Shall we stand up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stood up as if you are not ready. Are you feeling sleepy? Are you tired? How many of you watch the cricket? How many of you watch the cricket match? Okay, maybe that's why you are tired, because you didn't sleep early. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want you to be excited. I said, praise the Lord. Okay, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Because we serve a living God. And it deserves all the praise. You know where I come from, we prostrate for our kings. And if I prostrate for man, I should be able to jump up for God. Amen. That's why normally I don't like it when I say hallelujah and people do like this. Because they are telling me they are quarreling with God. But you can't quarrel with Him. Amen. 
But I'm going to pray. I want you to just close your eyes and start to worship God. Worship Him in any language you understand. Worship the beauty of holiness. Give Him praise because He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Glorify His holy name because He's the lily of the valley and the rose of Sharon. Thank Him because He is the God that sacrificed His only begotten Son. So that you can receive deliverance. So that you can receive victory. Thank Him because He is constantly there for us. The Bible says that He is our shield and our buckler. The book of Zechariah chapter 2 verse 5, verse 5 says that He is the wall of fire for Jerusalem. And the glory in the midst thereof. He is the God that, 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 that speaks and no man can question Him. He is the one that makes that open the door and no man can shut it. He is the one that shuts the door and no man can open it. Look at your life and glorify Him. That you are alive is because of His mercy. That you are here tonight is because He has decided to save you free. That you are in this land at this time. is because he has planted you here. Glorify the name of the Lord. Oh Lord we worship you. Oh Lord we reverence you. Father we glorify you. We thank you. Ah we glorify you. Father we worship you. We bow to you Lord tonight. Because you are the king of kings and the lord of lords. The lily of the valley and the rose of Sharon. Mighty Father we thank you because you are the one that has set us free. You are the one that has set us apart. You are the one that has anointed us. You are the one that has ordained us. You are the one that has given us authority. You are the one that has blessed us. What we have today you gave to us. Where we have today you took us there. It is not our intellect. It is not our wisdom. It is not our power. It is not who we know. It is just because of you. Glory be unto you Lord. 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 Father we give you Praise and we worship you. Ah, Mabaka Father, we give you praise, we worship you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because you went to the cross. You went to the cross. The what the Bible says you did not think it robbery to be equal to God. But you took on the flesh of man and you died on the cross so that I might be free. And you died on the cross so that I might have freedom. And you died on the cross so that I might have life. And the Bible says you're given a name and he exalted above all names. And you gave me the name to use that at the authority of your name, every name must bow and every tongue must confess that you are the Lord. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Jehovah, I thank you. Holy Ghost, I worship you. Ah, you are Thank you, mighty King. Thank you, mighty King. Thank you, mighty King. In Jesus' name we have worshipped. I will worship you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because you reign forevermore. We thank you, Lord, because you have given us authority, Lord. Father, you said, Thou shalt decree it, and it shall be established unto us. We thank you, Lord, because everything we shall decree tonight will receive an answer for it. We thank you, Father, because the enemy cannot hold us back anymore. We thank you, Lord, because the devil and his forces, they have been, they have been put to shame. Because the Bible said that the Lord Jesus, he led captivity captive, and he made a public show of them. Father, we thank you because we are free. Glory be unto your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Now the next prayer, we're going to cry unto God for mercy. 
There are things that the enemy has put in your life. There are things that you have done, that you have forgotten, that the enemy keeps holding on to. In the book of Revelation, the Bible says that and the enemy was accusing the brethren. So, but the brethren overcame him by the word of their testimonies, which can also be their prayer and the blood of the Lamb. So, we're going to cry for mercy and say, Lord, look at me. You know me more than I know myself. Father, dig into my life. Root out everything that is contrary to your word. Root out everything that has held me bound. Every sin, every way of thinking, every way of speaking, every behavior, every attitude that the enemy has used to tie me up like a, sh- like a chain. Oh Lord, have mercy upon me. I plead the blood of Jesus. I confess my sins. Open your mouth and start to pray for yourself right now. Heavenly Lord, in the name of Jesus, I stand before you, Lord, in humility. Lord, I am nothing to think of anything of myself. Mighty Father, you know me better than I know myself. I commit myself, I commit my family. Every area of our life that does not give you glory. Every area of our life that, that Lord, we have not done the right thing. Our Father, we confess our sins tonight. Father, have mercy upon us, Lord. Father, have mercy upon us, Lord. The same way Nicodemus encountered mercy. Ah, we desire mercy, Lord, tonight. Father, cleanse us with the blood of Jesus. Mighty Father, cleanse us with the blood of Jesus. Jehovah, cleanse us with the blood of Jesus. Oh, Lord, cleanse us with the blood of Jesus. Ah, Ricabo Santelema. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Ah, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Now this is what the Bible says. Psalm 109 verse 7. It says, When he is tried, let him be found guilty. And may his prayers condemn him. The prayers of a sinful man condemns him. Amen. The only prayer a sinful man can pray that will first get him salvation is a prayer of forgiveness. And sometimes we do things that God sometimes is ashamed to call us his children. As Christians, we backbite. As Christians, we speak about other people and we laugh at their misfortune. As Christians, we, are, we, we, we run people down. As Christians, we see unbelievers and we don't even pray for them. Ah! And God said, I don't want the death of any sinner, but I want everybody to repent and come to salvation. We cannot afford for our prayer to condemn us. We're going to pray, say, Lord, have mercy upon me. Every area I have refused to show forth your glory, have mercy upon me. Every area I have in self-righteousness, I have derided men. Lord, have mercy upon me. Father, cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Start to pray for yourself right now. Oh, mighty Father, have mercy upon us, Lord. Ah, Father, have mercy, Lord. Father, have mercy, Lord. Father, have mercy upon us. Lord, cleanse us. Father, we are sorry for every mistake. Father, we are sorry for every mistake. Father, we are sorry for every mistake. Father, we are sorry. Oh, Lord, we are sorry. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Oh, Father, have mercy upon us, mighty King. Have mercy upon us, mighty King. Oh, Roshakandalaba, Baba, 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 Riebo, Sokontalaba. 
Oh Lord, I thank you. Oh Lord, I give you praise. Oh Lord, I thank you. Oh Lord, I give you praise. In Jesus' name we are praying. Let us open our Bibles to Psalm 68 verse 19. If you have a King James Version, I want you to read it from a King James Version. Psalm 68 verse 19. If you are praying, just hold your Bible in your hand because we'll be going there regularly. Psalm 68 verse 19. Yeah, you can stop there. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefit. That was what I wanted to read in James Version. Loads us daily. It does not give you. You know what it means? When you load a car, thank God we are both from Africa and, and, and Asia, right? The Europeans don't know how to load a car. Right? When you load a car, what happens? Even the tires will feel like this. Am I right? Am I right? That is the way God loads us with benefit daily. Bless the God who daily loads us with benefit. Just close your eyes and start to thank Him for His benefits. Start to thank Him for His benefits. Start to give Him praise for His benefits. Start to worship Him for His benefits. Start to glorify Him for His benefits. Oh, thank Him for His benefits. Thank Him for His benefits. Blessed be our Lord God, who daily loads us with benefits. Mighty Father, I thank You, because every benefit that You are loading into my life every day, the enemy will not be able to take it. Thank You, Father, because You daily load us with benefits. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Santalaba. I thank you, mighty King. You are worthy, Jehovah. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Psalm 121, verse 7. Psalm 121, verse 7. Yes. If you start, read from verse 5. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Finish it. But now, forevermore. I want you to stand on this word and stand against every form of evil. That the enemy can throw at you. Because he said that the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. Every kind of evil. Stand against evil. Every kind of evil that the enemy has prepared. Every kind of evil that the enemy is throwing at you. Every arrow of evil. You need to stand on this wall and stand against it right now. Because the Lord is the one that keeps you from all evil. Is the one that keeps you from all harm. Father, I give you praise and I thank you. I worship you, Lord. I honor and adore you, King of mercy. Oh, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Father, you are worthy. Father, you are worthy. Father, you are worthy. I thank you, Lord, because you keep me from all harm. I thank you, Lord, because you daily, Lord, will be benefit. 
I thank you, Father, because you watch over my coming and going. I thank you, Lord, because you are my shade at my right hand. I thank you, Father, because the soul will not hand me and my family by day, nor the moon by night. I glorify your holy name, Lord. I glorify your holy name, Lord. I glorify your holy name, Lord. I worship you, 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 Lord. I thank you, King of Mercy. Glory be unto your holy name. 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 Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name we are praying. I want you to put your right hand on your chest and I want you to say after me. Lord, standing on this word, I decree and declare that I and my loved ones shall be preserved from evil today. We shall be preserved from evil today. And we shall end well in Jesus' name. Nothing shall truncate our destiny. Nothing shall pull us back. We will not fail. In Jesus' name we are praying. Give Jesus a marvelous round of applause. Give him a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to pray for TBOLF. And this is a prayer we need to pray. We need to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit in this ministry. Amen. 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 You know, most of the time we don't want to talk about the Holy Spirit because we don't want people to be bothered. Right? 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 But do you know that is where our power is? Because when you use the blood, when you plead the blood, when you use the name of Jesus, sometimes God moves you into praying in another tongue Another language that the devil does not understand. Because when you pray in your own language, the devil hears you. Apostle Paul said in the book of 1 Corinthians, he said, he that prays in an unknown tongue, he said, he speaks not unto man. I'll bet in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. And Jesus told his disciples, he said, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. So why are we shutting the door of knowledge? Why are we shutting the door of wisdom? Apostle Paul said, he said 14 years ago, he said there is a man, I don't know him. He said, but he was taken up in the spirit and he had unspeakable things. His ministry was phenomenal because he rested on the power of the Holy Ghost. If this ministry must be phenomenal, we must rest on the power of the Holy Ghost. Do you agree with me? Raise your hand if you agree with me. Good. Because the Bible says, where two or three are gathered in my name, the Lord said, there will I be. He said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. He said, can two walk together except they agree? So because we agree, we need to start to pray, Lord, let the heavens open. Holy Ghost, make your presence felt. Let the fire fall tonight. Let the baptism happen. Let men receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Open your mouth and start to pray right now. Start to pray right now. More sin than ever. 
Father, let us power of the Holy Ghost fall upon every member of this ministry. Father, let the bread of life feel the power of the Holy Ghost. And every member feel the power. As many, Lord, as our heart open unto you. Lord, the Bible said, and the whole room shook, and the, and the Holy Ghost came upon them like tongues of fire. Father, let fire fall tonight. Father, let fire fall tonight. Father, let fire fall tonight. Baburoshakaria Santalaba. The same Holy Ghost that entered Saul and he became Paul. The same Holy Ghost that took Philip in the spirit and took him to where the Ethiopian Enoch was. The same Holy Ghost that was in the life of Elisha and, and, and he threw a, a, a stick in the water and let her float it. That is the Holy Ghost we desire. Father, let the baptism of the Holy Ghost come down. Let the power of the Holy Ghost manifest tonight. Father, we will not remain the same. Ah, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Let us open to the book of Job, chapter 42, verse 10. Job 42, 10. Hmm. Quickly. Job 42, 10. If you are there, read it. Because I'm not opening it here. Yes. Okay, you can stop there. Job prayed for his friends. For the baptism of the Holy Ghost to happen here, we need to pray for those that are not living a righteous life. We need to ask God to have mercy upon them. Because sometimes... It can hold back the move of the Spirit. The Holy Ghost is gentle. It does not stay where there is sin. Amen? The Holy Ghost will not force you. Jesus said, He said, I and my Father, He said, we stand at the door of your heart and we knock. He said, if you open the door, He said, we will come in and we will stay with you. He said, but if you don't open the door, what do we do? We go back. Amen? Amen? Now, there is value in praying for your friends. And everybody that is a member of this church should be your friend. Because they are mine. I might not know your name, but you are my friend. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to say, Lord, as many as are here, members of this ministry, members of this fellowship, and they are not living a righteous life, I desire that they will live a righteous life. I desire that they will know you more. I desire that power will fall upon them. I desire that their life will not remain the same. Open your mouth and start to intercede for them right now. Open your mouth and start to intercede for them right now. 
Oh, Father, you know them, each and every one of them. They are struggling with several things. They are struggling with sin. They are struggling with thoughts of failure. My Lord and my God, they are struggling with lack of faith. They are struggling, Father, with attitude problems. Mighty Father, I desire that you touch them. You know them, Lord. Father, help them, mighty Father. Let the grace that was released at the cross be made known unto them again. Let mercy be made available for them. Father, whatever they have done, Lord, have mercy. Look at them through the blood of Jesus. Do not look at their sin, Lord. Look at them through the blood of Jesus. Father, help them, Lord, to find you again. Let the power of the Holy Ghost make a difference in their lives. We thank you, King of Glory. Oh, we thank you, Lord. I want us to pray. Oh, that the anointing of the Holy Ghost will be renewed anew and afresh upon those that already have it. You know, it can be renewed anew and afresh. In the book of Acts of Apostles, Acts of Apostles chapter 4, if you read from verse 14 to 31, the Bible says that Peter and John were arrested and beaten. And they were told not to preach the gospel again. And when they got back to the other apostles, they told them and they started to pray. And the Bible says when they finished praying that the room they were in shook. And the anointing of the Holy Ghost came upon them anew. And they had boldness. So the anointing can be renewed. So they're going to pray and say, Lord, as many as you are already using here, as many as received the anointing already, Father, let it be renewed and afresh. Let it be renewed afresh. Let it be renewed afresh. Let power touch them again, Lord. They might have become too familiar with you. Father, turn their eyes around for good tonight. Let the power come down upon them again. Oh, Lord, we worship you. Mighty Father, we worship you. Mighty Father, we worship you. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. Rikabo Shantelema. Ah, Boria Sakari Baba Glory be to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We're going to pray prayer concerning the Holy Ghost. Say, Lord, from now on, let us be known as a place of power. <laughs> not because we want to boast about it but when the Holy Ghost comes it's not quiet you know that? you know what you read the book of Joel he said I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh he said your old men will dream your young men will see visions and, and he said the, the, the handmaidens and the, and the servants will prophesy Lord let every gift of the Holy Ghost manifest here from now on let power manifest. Let our identity become a place of power. Let men walk in here and receive healing. Let men walk in here and be saved. Let men walk in here and be free from every bondage. Let power manifest, mighty King. Oh Lord, we worship you. Rabo Santa Neva Rabababa. Yekesekeribo Shantalaba. Raikimo Sokoria Bababababa. Yeseken Telema. Raikimo Shantalaba. Glory be to you, mighty King. Glory be to you, mighty King. Father, you are worthy. Father, you are worthy. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. 
It should be a memory verse actually if you read your Bible well. But I won't test you. Amen? Amen? Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. If you find it, read it for me please. Your kingdom come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. That was the Lord Jesus teaching his disciples how to pray. He said, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It means, if they pick gold on the streets of heaven, I shall pick gold here. Amen? That is what God expects. He expects you to take his word literally. It means if there's no sickness in heaven, there's no reason for me to have a headache. Amen? Amen? So I'm going to pray and say, Lord, there's revelation in heaven because your angels bring revelation to us. There is power in heaven because power is released unto us. Lord, let your will be done in this fellowship as it is in heaven. Raise vessels you will use for your work. Raise vessels you will release a spirit of prophecy upon. Raise vessels you will release revelation upon. Raise vessels that will decree a thing and will see it happen. Raise men that will lay hands upon the sick and they will recover. Let power manifest. Let your will be done here as it is in heaven. Call upon the name of the Lord. Ask Him and He will answer. Oh Lord, we thank you. We worship you. Mighty Father, we glorify you. Father, raise men, raise women, raise children here in TBOLF. Father, that we, you will use as vessels for your work. Father, open their eyes, open their heart, open their eyes and their ears. Speak to them, Lord. Father, use them to tell us what you have in mind. Let's use them, Lord, to start to bring to pass your will in this ministry as it is in heaven. Father, our pastors and our leaders, Lord, Father, use them the same way. Let your glory rest upon them afresh. Let your power rest upon them anew. When they speak, Lord, let them speak as an oracle of the Most High. Let every word that they speak not fall to the ground because that is your promise. You said every what our servant speaks will not come back to you, boy. But he said it will accomplish that which you have said it to accomplish in our lives. Thank you, mighty King. Glory be unto your holy name. In Jesus' name we are praying. How do you feel? Fresh? That's the right word. Because I, if you tell me you are tired, then you run out around the room. Just so you can, you can wake up. But we can never be tired in the presence of God. Amen. Because there is something, see, in the place of prayer, there is something, there is, I don't know how to describe it, there is something that just wakes you up. It makes you, you just tell the enemy, bring it on. Whatever you have, I'll take it and I'll throw it back at you. Because we are children, we have the identity of Christ. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Psalm 119 verse 134 and Psalm 146 verse 7. We want to pray for our places of work. If you are a wife, you are a housewife. Your husband's place of work is your place of work. Do you agree? Do you agree? Because that is where the money comes from, right? And if you are working also, that means as a wife, you have two places of work. You are very special. Because money comes from your husband's side. Money comes from your side. So you need to pray the same way your husband will pray tonight. With fervency. 
Because the Bible says that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And the NIV says he has great power and he brings wonderful results. And we will get results tonight in the name of Jesus. Psalm 119 verse 134. I need help. Read it for me, please. Uh huh. Yes, sir. Deliver me from the oppression of man. So will I keep your precepts. You know, when man is oppressing you, sometimes it is difficult to pray. Amen? I remember somebody used to oppress me when I was in Nigeria a long time ago. And there was one day, you know what I thought of? I was a Christian. You know what I thought of? I thought of getting into his office, locking the door, and pounding into the ground. And he was smaller than me. Because when oppression comes sometimes, you want to tell God, Lord, give me two days leave. Let me deal with this guy, and I'll come back. That was what David was trying to say. Deliver me from the oppression of men, so that I can keep your precept. I will not derail from it. Let's go to the next one, 146, 7. 146, 7. Mm-hmm. I shall sing of thy righteousness. We're going to pray. The first thing we're going to pray is, Lord, visit my place of work and carry out a shaking for my, for my sake. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. The only person that said amen, that is already happening in your place of work, by the way. It's already happening. Seriously, I'm not joking. It is already happening. And very soon you will see the results. God is shaking them. Listen, the Lord told me something last year in October. He said, I will start to shake the chaff out of the wheat in the body of Christ in a man. Is the shaking not started? Huh? Has the shaking not started? It has started. Because what is happening right now has put a lot of people that don't know they are God in fear. That's the shaking. So I'm going to pray. That's the first prayer. Lord, go to my place of work. Let your angels go there and carry out a shaking for my sake. Just tell that. Just tell him that. Don't tell him how to carry out the shaking. He knows. Lord, in my place of work, carry out a shaking for my sake. Turn the place upside down, Lord. Father, carry out a shaking for my sake. Lord, deliver me from the oppression of men. Mighty Father, this is what your word says. You said, when I call upon you in the day of trouble, you said you will answer and show me greater mighty things I've done known before. Father, I call upon you tonight. Go to my place of work, both here in Oman, in Yemen and in Pakistan. Lord, even in Abu Dhabi. Father, even globally in Houston. Father, carry out the shaking for my sake. Lord, carry out the shaking for my sake. Mighty Father, I need to find my proper level, which is a place of promotion. Father, carry out the shaking for my sake. Oh, Lord, I worship you. I glorify your holy name. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Now, this is, this is the other thing. See, when, I don't know if you remember, when Jacob, who was called, who is now called Israel, wanted to bless the sons of Joseph. Joseph brought Manasseh to the right hand of Jacob and brought Ephraim to the left hand. But what did Jacob do? Jacob crossed his hand. Amen. 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 Jacob did what? 
crossed his hand. This is your prayer. Lord, change every rule for my sake. <laughs> hey! Yeah, 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 yeah. Lord, in my office, whatever policy that they have that will put me in a disadvantage, Lord, because you reign, change every rule for my sake. Glory to you, Lord. Glory to you, Lord. Everything that is mine, my promotion, my possession, Father, oh, Glory be to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. No, no, maybe you don't understand me. When Judah had twins by Tamar, the daughter of his, uh, the wife of his son, when she was ready to give birth, one came out first. And they tied a red string on his hand and he went back in. And the other one burst forth. Amen? 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 And what did the midwife say? Say, how can you burst forth like that? There is a bursting forth in your place of work. Yeah. David said, this place is called Balperazim. He said, because my God has burst forth unto my enemies. Every wind of hatred in your place of work, especially because of what is happening right now, every wind of hatred in the place of work of your husband, every wind of hatred in the place of work of your wife, Every wind of hatred in the place of work of every member of TBLF. I stand upon the rock that is the Lord Jesus. I decree in the name of the Most High. Every wind come to an end today in the name of Jesus. <laughs> ah. There is nobody that is here by mistake. Amen. 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 There is nobody that is in this town by mistake. There is nobody that is in this country by mistake. God brought you here for a purpose. Whatever will not allow you to see that purpose, we hand it over to the Most High tonight. Father, we say arise and let your enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 But we are not going to leave them like that. John chapter 16 verse 8. John chapter 16 verse 8. You know, when they were crucifying Jesus, Jesus kept praying one prayer. He said, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Some of the hatred that we are seeing, they know not what they do. Because if they know, they will favor us instead. Because he that receives a prophet, in the name of a prophet, receives a prophet's reward. And he that receives a righteous man, in the name of a righteous man, receives a righteous man's reward. So we're going to pray for them. John chapter 16 verse 8. Could you read it for me? Amen. Lord, let the convicting power of the Holy Spirit Start to touch them one by one. As many as have looked upon me with hatred, I know I love them. 
They are my brothers and they are my sisters. Let the Holy Ghost start to convict them of sin. Let the Holy Ghost start to convict them of righteousness. Let the Holy Ghost start to convict them of judgment. Holy Spirit, let your work of salvation be done in their lives. If you know anyone of them, mention their names unto God. And say, Lord, let your power rest upon them. I desire their salvation. I desire that they know you. I desire that they be set free. I desire, Lord, that they be translated out of darkness into the kingdom of your dear soul. Lord, have mercy upon them. Father, help them, Lord. Lord, help them tonight. Oh, Raikibo son talaba. Glory be to you, Lord. Glory be to you, Lord. Glory be to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. In the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 14 to 22, we will not read it because of time, but make a note of it. You know, Ruth left Israel with her husband and two sons. But when she was going to leave the land of Moab, she was living empty-handed. Her husband had died. Her two sons had died. Not Ruth. I'm talking about Naomi. And if Ruth had not followed her, she would have been worse off. We're going to pray and say, Lord, I will not leave this country empty-handed. If you know what the enemy is planning for you, he wants you to live empty-handed. But the enemy has failed. I said the enemy has failed. Yes, We're going to pray and say, Lord, you brought me here for a purpose. I will not live empty and dead. Yes, My family will not live empty and dead. Yes, My destiny will not be left behind here. Open your mouth and start to pray for yourself. Father, I will not live here empty and Jehovah, I will not live empty and dead. Father, that which you brought me here to do to achieve, I will achieve it in the name of Jesus. I will achieve it in the name of Jesus. Oh, I will achieve it in the name of Jesus. I give you praise, Lord, and I worship you. May your name be glorified, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Give Jesus a marvelous round of applause. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, are you enjoying yourself? Ask your neighbor with a smile on your face, are you enjoying yourself? Are you like me? Are you like me? Because I'm enjoying myself. I can see things being removed. No, no, say it, say it. Say, say your neighbor, I can see funny things that the enemy has planted being uprooted. I can see myself being set free. Congratulations. 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 No, because the Lord said, what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. Listen, the pulpit, you know why it's called a pulpit? It is designed to pull men out of the pit. Amen. That is why any word 
that comes from the pulpit. You need to be smart in the spirit. Amen. Because I can tell you from experience, when men stand by the, at, the, at the pulpit, there's a special anointing that rests upon them. When they step away, you'll be wondering, is that the same person that was there? So when somebody is here, man or woman, listen carefully, because God might release something that will change your life forever. Amen. Remember the four lepers. Their place of encounter was outside the gates. <laughs> Amen. 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 We serve a God that uses four lepers to put the whole nation to flight. Father, we worship you. We glorify your holy name. It tells us that nothing is impossible for you. That's therefore, Lord, we know that we can never be defeated. I said, therefore, Lord, we know that we can never be defeated. Thank you, Lord. We're going to pray for our children. Psalm 127, verse 3. Psalm 127, verse 3. Let us pray for the children. Listen, let me tell you something. If you are here, you don't have children yet. Pray for your children. Amen? And if you are here, listen carefully. Listen. If you are here, and you are seeking the Lord, you are seeking the face of the Lord for children, for the fruit of the womb, tomorrow, after church, go and buy baby things. Uh, you don't understand. You don't understand. I said if you are here, listen, and you are seeking the face of the Lord for the fruit of the womb, after church tomorrow, don't wait till Saturday, go to Careful, go to Lulu's, go to Sultan Center, go to Rui, um, uh, Rui High Street, go and buy baby things and keep in the house. If you have a spare room, go turn it to a nursery. When you challenge God, it will rise from his throne. Amen. Amen. Psalm 127 verse 3, quickly. Uh -huh. The fruit of the womb is his reward. And there's another passage that says that like, like arrows in the quiver of a mighty man, so are children. I want us to pray and say, Lord, I thank you for your blessing upon my children. If you have grandchildren, you pray for them also. I thank you for your blessing upon my grandchildren. I give you praise, Lord, because these children, they will show forth your glory. I thank you, mighty Father, because, Lord, everywhere they go, they are the first and not the last. Everywhere they go, they are on top and not beneath. Everywhere they go, they are winners and not losers. Father, they, they will influence their generation for good. Oh, I thank you, Lord, and I worship you. Glory be unto your holy name. You are worthy to be praised, Lord. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Now, we are going to stand on the word of God and pray against premature death. Because sometimes the enemy, when he knows he cannot get to us, he wants to go after our children. Lord, let the standard of the Holy Ghost be raised against the onslaught of the enemy. The Bible says that even if the enemy is coming like a raging floor, that the Holy Spirit will raise the standard against the enemy. Father, in the life of my children and my grandchildren, let the standard of the Holy Ghost be raised against every onslaught of the enemy. I cancel premature death. Open your mouth and start to decree right now. 
Rokiba ba 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 ma yese ke kendele borosol talaba riaba shikende keriba ba 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 father I cancel premature death let the spirit of death be held down upon these children Lord these children will not die young they will not die but they will live to proclaim your goodness in the land of the living that is their portion Lord it is their portion to influence their generation for good they will not die my kisa korobo shantalaba. You are worthy, Lord. Thank you, King of Mercy. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. I want to finish exactly at 5 minutes to 1, so we need to be fast. Trust me, I would have continued till 3, but I need to travel. That's why I have to leave at 5 minutes to 1. Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. Yes. Uh huh. Amen. Is there any other thing in that passage? Is that the end of verse 17? Okay. God gave them all kinds of knowledge. The spirit of excellence was found in Daniel and his friends. That is the portion for our children. And you children, you need to claim it for yourself. By the way, if you are under 30, you are a child. I'm still a child. Because to my mom, I'm a child. Amen? Amen? So we're going to pray and say, Lord, let the Daniel 117 anointing rest upon my children. Let it rest upon my grandchildren. Start to pray right now. Start to pray. Let the anointing of Daniel 1.17 rest upon my children. Wisdom, 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 knowledge, understanding. Ah, understanding of dreams and visions. Understanding of spiritual things. Understanding of secular things. Let it rest upon these children, Lord. Father, their generation will know that these ones are of the Most High God. Their generation will know that these ones are special. Their generation will know that these ones are yours, mighty Father. I give you praise and I worship you. Oh, Rikabo Sentenera. Ah, you are worthy, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Our children will become like Joseph. Our children will become like Daniel. Their generation will know that this ones are special. I said their generation will know that this ones are special. Because amongst them, you have the Bill Gates of the future. You have the Steve Jobs of the future. You have the, the, the intellectuals of the future. You have the prophets of the future. The Lord, the Spirit of God has started to rest upon them. Some of them will start to tell you things that will make you afraid. Don't be afraid. It is the power of God that is working in their lives. So shall it be. Isaiah 54 verse 13. Isaiah 54, 13. Uh-huh. Amen. I thought you would say amen. All your children will be taught of the Lord. And great will be their peace. Let me explain to you what happens. What that means. 
At a particular age, they come under hair pressure, right? Right? Before that age, God would have downloaded into their spirit the right things. Their friends will not be able to lead them astray. Anyone that is currently being led astray, the Spirit of God is turning him around. Peace of God that passes every human understanding is resting in their lives from now on. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we give you praise. Hey, hey. We're going to pray so hard for ourselves. Lord, every of your gift that is lying dormant in me. Hey, hey. See, there is no one that does not have a gift from God. That was why Jesus taught us about the parable of the talent. Amen. Everybody has a gift. And some of you, your gifting is not even singing. The singing is, the, is for you to step into the ministry God has placed in your hands. Apostle Paul said something. He said, when we get to heaven, he said, our works will be tested. He said, some of us have built houses of bricks. And some of us have built houses of straw. And he said, our works will be tested by fire. Of course, you know what happens? The brick will stand. The straw will burn. Now, it does not mean that those that their straw bones will not remain in heaven. Because they died as Christians, they will remain in heaven. But they will be servants to those that their, that, that their houses or their works stood the test of fire. You will not be a servant in heaven. I said you will not be a servant in heaven. Because I will not be a servant in heaven. Thank you for saying amen for me. This is what we want to pray. Lord, stir up every gift. That is lying dormant in me. Jabez. In 2nd Chronicles chapter 4. Verse 9 and 10. He cried. You know. He, he, he was born with a destiny. That meant pain. His mother said. I named him Jabez. For she, because I, I, I bore him in pain. But Jabez did not look at his destiny. He focused on God. And his prayer, his prayer simply was, trigger the gift that is in me. He said, bless me indeed. He said, enlarge my coast. Let your hand of power be upon me. When the hand of power of God is upon you, you don't have any choice but to run with God. That is where you will run with horses and you will not be tired. So he said, Lord, trigger your gifts in me that are lying dormant. Every gift you have placed in me that I'm not using yet. Ah, Father, quicken it. Lord, quicken those gifts. I want to be effective for you, mighty King. I want to be effective for you, King of glory. I want to be effective for you, Lily of the Valley. Trigger, Father, your gift in me. Trigger your gift in me. Quicken it up, Lord. Oh, Father, let your power, your mighty hand of power, rest upon me afresh, my friend. Stay up every gift that is in me. Stay up every gift that is in me, Lord. Glory be to you, mighty Father. Glory be to you, mighty Father. Glory be to you, mighty Father. I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. I reverence you, King of mercy. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Let us go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. Yes. Yes. 
Amen. Amen. He that supplies seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Every seed that God gives you is in two parts. The seed and the bread. Amen? But you know that sometimes we eat our seed as bread. Amen? Amen? That is why sometimes it seems as if we don't have enough. We're going to praise the Lord. Wisdom to know what is seed and to know what is bread. Give it to me, Father. Because the Bible says that unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and die, it abides alone. The seed is for sowing so you can get more, not for eating. Lord, I desire financial blessing. But Lord, let me know the seed and the bread so that I don't eat my seed. Then the next prayer is, Lord, grant me grace and wisdom to know where to put my seed. Direct me by your spirit to know where to put my seed. Open your mouth and start to pray for yourself. Shikaburo Santalaba. Makasindele borose keri ba 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 ba. Mashandele gede 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 gede. Iri kabosun talaba. Rikaboshendele borokondele gede 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 gede. Iye gendele gede gede Iye kendele gede gede. Ori mashandala ba. Riboso kontele gede gede gede. Yago sundala ba. Orokobo shantalaba. Iye morosondele gede gede gede. Iri akaba ba 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 ba. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. One more prayer. Lord, make my life a seed for you. Make my life a seed for you. I don't want to focus on what I have. I want to focus on you. Because if I focus on what I have, I will not be able to serve you. I know you will bless me, but help me to make my life a seed for you. Open your mouth and start to pray for yourself. Grant me the grace to yield to you. Help me to make my life a seed for you. Help me, Lord. 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 Help me, Father. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Thank you, King of Mercy. Thank you, Lily of the Valley. Thank you, Rose of Sharon. Lord, I worship you. I thank you, King of Glory. Because, Lord, you have granted me the grace anew and afresh to make my life a seed. That I will die to self and yield all to you. May your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let us thank God for this country. Thank God for the peace. Thank God for the progress. Thank God for the advancement. Thank God because this country we will receive the blessing of God. Thank the Lord because even the natives of this country will receive the blessings of God. Thank the Lord that the peace of God that passes every human understanding has come to stay in this country. Open your mouth and start to glorify the name of the Lord. Oh Lord, I worship you. Thank the Lord for the leaders of this country. For the wisdom that the Lord is giving them to lead this country aright. Thank the Lord. Glorify His name. Because this country will be important in the schemes of things in this region. Thank the Lord that His glory is manifesting in this country. 
Thank the Lord. That is war that is becoming mighty river in this country. Thank the Lord. That is war that is moving into every nook and cranny of this country. Glory be unto your holy and mighty Father. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And of Asher he said, Let Asher be blessed with children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren. And let him dip his foot in oil. You will be blessed in every area of your life. Everywhere you go, you will be accepted. Men will not be able to resist you. Rather than resist you, they will compete among themselves to favor you. You will dip your feet in oil. Oil represents the Holy Spirit. Oil represents the the blessing of God. Oil represents the wealth of God. Everywhere you will go, you will encounter blessings. Everywhere you will go, you will encounter the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The power of God will make a way for you. Jesus went to the cross for you. You will not die a shameful death. I said you will not die a shameful death. In the name of Jesus. Thy shoes will be iron and brass. And thy days, as thy days, so shall thy strength be in the name of Jesus. Because there is none like unto the God of Jesus, who rided upon the heaven to help you. In His excellency on the sky, everywhere you go, the excellency of God will appear on your head. Everywhere you go, the crown of God will be visible to all. Angels will surround you. Where people went and it was difficult for them, it will not be difficult for you. Where solution was not found, you will bring the solution. Where you have been a subject of reproach, those that were laughing at you, that were deriding you, they will start to celebrate with you. From today, everything you lay your hands upon, you will prosper. From today, that which you struggled with, that thing that has held you bound, the power of God is breaking it of you. You are free from the effect of sin in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus died for you. The eternal God is thy refuge. And underneath you are his everlasting hands. He will trust out the enemy from before you. And he shall say, destroy them. And you will destroy them. And you will destroy them. He said, Israel then shall dwell in safety alone. The fountain of Jacob shall be upon the land of corn and wine. Also his heaven shall drop down dew. You will dwell in safety. Your heaven will not become brass. Your land will not become bronze. Everything you plant, you will reap more than a hundredfold. The Bible said that Isaac sowed in the land in famine. And they ripped a hundredfold. That is your destiny. Because Jesus went to the cross. Because he resurrected on the third day. Because he ascended to heaven in glory. I said, that is your destiny. I do not speak by my power. Neither do I speak by my might. But I speak by the anointing of the Most High God. Everywhere men have resisted you. They will fall away from before you. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Raise up your hand and start to glorify the name of the Lord. Start to thank Him. Because He is a great God. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The Lily of the valley and the rose of Sharon. Mighty Father, we thank You. Mighty Father, we thank You.
Mighty Father, we thank you. Mighty Father, we thank you. Jehovah, we worship you. We honor and adore you, Lord. You are worthy, 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 Lord. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' name we are praying. From today, go and prosper. And you will prosper. In Jesus' name we are praying. Give Jesus a marvelous round of applause. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed tonight? Are you blessed tonight? You see, the man of God said, He's not sorry for Satan. Are, are you sorry for Satan tonight? Oh, I can see them crying. All the demons are crying. All the troubles are running away. Ah, and they are falling down. Oh, you are going after them. You are going after them. You are pursuing them. Uh, so that they will never come back. Oh, my hands are blessed. My hands are blessed. With the blessings of God. With the blessings of God. My hands are blessed. My hands are blessed. With the blessings of God. With the blessings of God. Anything I touch shall it must be blessed. Anything I touch shall it must be blessed. My hands are filled with the blessings of God. With the blessings of God. Give God a big hand of applause. <laughs> Jesus, we bless your name tonight. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Oh, Sharamakusa. Father, we want to thank you for tonight. Thank you because you are the converter in it. You convert the victim to the victor. Oh, you deliver the oppressed. Lord, you take the poor from the dust. And you make him to sit among princes. Oh, to show that you are the God of heaven and earth. Because there is none besides you. You are the possessor of all things. And you do and none can question you. Because you are the sovereign Lord of the universe. And today you have transported us to the place of power. You have placed us in the place of blessing. You have made us to sit in the heavenly places. Already we are beginning to enjoy heaven on earth. Lord, we want to worship you tonight. We want to give you praise tonight. Because you have done valiantly on our behalf. Lord, we can see the enemy falling. We are not sympathizing with him. We are not even sorry for him. Because he afflicted us once. But affliction shall not rise a second time. Oh, because he is gone forever. 
Because there is a well of fire you have set about us that will be a shield from now henceforth. And Lord, you will be the mountain in our life. And Lord, we'll stand upon Mount Zion. And we shall not be removed because we stand upon the rock. That unshakable rock, which is your son, Jesus Christ. We give you glory tonight. We magnify you tonight. Lord, we are going in your power. And we are going to use your power. We are going to pursue the enemy. We are going to win victories for you. Your kingdom will come upon the land. And your name will be glorified. Blessed be your name. We thank you for your servant you have used. Lord, more of anointing. More of power. More revelation. More wisdom. More vision. Bestow upon his life. Upon his ministry. Upon his household. Upon all that pertain to him. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to your holy name. Thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, before we share the grace, you know I like singing. I say it all the time. <laughs> I have power. Jesus gave me power. Jesus gave me power over Satan. Have power. Jesus gave me power. Jesus gave me power over Satan. Amen. Are you going to use that power? When you show up tomorrow morning, are you going to use that power? When you show up in your office on Saturday, are you going to use that power? Are you going to tell the enemy when you walk into the office that power is here? Power is here. Victory is here. And you are permanently defeated. Are you going to say that? Are you going to have the boldness of a lion to stand upon the world until you see the back of the enemy? Wherever he may show up. You will only see his back. Because he is now on the run. Praise ye the Lord. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.